From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 241. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Apron, Squarespace, and Casper. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Mr. Brad Doughty. Hello, Mr. Mike Hurley. Hello. What's going on? Um, I'm excited. Yeah, this I'm excited for this show for a lot of reasons. It's going to be kind of a crazy show. Mm-hmm. Um, the topics are... Varied. And varied. With varied um, opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking Which forward is, to that discussion. That always makes for a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is going to be super, super interesting show. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Lots of new products uh, on the scene. Lots of new things I'm into. So um, first off, we have a we have a little business to take care of, don't we? Yeah, we've been teasing the Kickstarter. Um, the current plan is that the Kickstarter campaign will be live before next week's show. Fingers so, crossed. It's going to be close. Yeah. It's going to be close on the dates just because there's Kickstarter approvals yep. involved and you don't know when that officially will happen. But we are going to be submitting the campaign to them in the next couple of days. So we'll mm-hmm. be waiting. So, But before next week's show is the plan, um, maybe during, we haven't, mm-hmm. uh, we don't know when we're going to get approval yet. Certainly so keep an eye week. out for it on Twitter. Um, at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. We'll be tweeting about it. But, of course, we'll have links in the show notes next week. Um, we're very excited. we got uh, we got some really cool stuff planned that you're going to get to see. Uh, you know that it's for the two shows, but the, the reward that we have uh, this time around is is pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. So we got the, got the mock-up over to Mike this morning and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you were pretty excited about it, and uh, so was I. So was I. I made uh, interesting giffy comments uh, about it. So yeah, it was pretty lit. There is a there is a piece of business, an unfortunate piece of business that I need to get to in regards to the pen show. Mm. Uh, we're going to be off the numbering this year. It's not going to be episode <laughs> two fifty. Uh, the pen show's dates have slipped. Um, that's right. That's right. And so we would have to take basically three weeks off between mm. now and then. And That's not uh, happen. I have no plans for that. So yeah. uh, it looks like it's probably going to be episode 253. Well, it was a good run. I mean, it was yeah. just luck the first time. We mm-hmm. made it happen the next time. And at some point, it's going to be off. So yeah. So there you go. So we won't uh, we won't be featuring the number in, uh, you know, it's all, all numbers are the same anyway. It had to end at some point because it yeah. was eventually just going to become more and more tricky. Um, and I decided to not plan it out in any way this year and just see where the chips fell. Um, right. And yeah, it, w- it would mean that we'd have to take weeks off and we can't do that. So yeah, and I don't want our control. Do yep. Nope. So unfortunately, episode 250 will be at the end of March. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when we have a topic list like the one we have today, we can't really take a week off anyway because we nope. end up having three hour episodes. People probably wouldn't complain about three-hour episodes, but I don't think they want us to take weeks off either. Yeah, agreed. And so one of our favorite our Kickstarter thing. campaigns is mm. back again with a with a new skew, and that's Cursive Logic. Can you explain yeah. the art of Cursive Logic? Yeah, so this time uh, Linda and Prissa and everyone behind Cursive Logic has 
taken the textbook style that they've used before that my kids used and they finished both of theirs. And then they've added in some coloring aspects along with the writing Yeah. Um, to where you can learn cursive as you go. And then there's also some cool pages of artwork mixed in also with some, you know, some cursive, cursive features and just some really nice yeah. looking stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, this is Instaback for me. I yep. get two every time, um, one for each of my kids. They love it. I love it. I love supporting uh, what Linda and Prissa do. Um, they're wonderful people. We've had the pleasure of meeting them a couple of times. They've been to the Atlanta Pen Show. I've seen them in D.C. So uh, they're just wonderful parts of the community. They do a wonderful service for everyone, spreading the the cursive word and anything I can do to, to help support them and their mission, I am all about. So the way that this works is you have the usual cursive, like, uh, test areas and, and you know, like the, your yeah, like the like practice areas, the, practice the training. Areas. Yep. But the coloring aspects, it's not just like it's also got a coloring component. You're actually using cursive and writing in the coloring areas and coloring around them. It's it's a really, really right. unique way to do this. Because when I first saw it, I thought that they were kind of just like jumping on the bandwagon, right? That it was right. just like cursive and then you just color in a page. It's like, well, that's right. not really great. But this is a really, really fun way to bring those two things together. And it looks like from the pictures that it's shown, you can create some absolutely beautiful things, including yeah. including a, a starry night uh <laughs> i see that <laughs> yeah and so they've integrated the motions and the letters into the coloring aspects of the book which is cool like my kids will just eat this up my daughter will probably finish it like the first weekend mm-hmm. yeah no this is really great so go go back to kickstarter um if you're interested at least go check it out um, they've got a cool stretch goal that they they want to get to, which is if they get to fifteen thousand dollars, they're going to be able to afford to print these in the USA, which I think yeah. is kind of cool. So go that support, cool. go support them. It's it's a great thing. They're doing something great. Yeah. So they've already hit their funding, and they yep. have like twenty eight days to go to go. So they so were looking for five thousand. They're at fifty five hundred right now. They'll hit fifteen thousand, no problem. Uh, last week we were talking about the the very very appealing platinum thirty seven seventy six. I think it's called the nice lilas or nice lilas. I'm not sure which. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the pink with the rose gold. Uh, yeah. Pen Chalet have got a pre order up. Mm-hmm. I have put my name in the hat for pre order. <laughs> I think you just give them your information and then they'll contact you when they've got them. Like they just have a list and you can just buy them. Um, Pen Chalet are not sponsoring this episode, but. Um, you know, I, I recommend if you listen and you want that pen to get it from there, because you'll still be able to use the current discount code on that. Um, yeah, there are there are life sponsor, Mike. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I had not thought of them like that, but yeah, I guess so. So uh, um, the 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 retail is two fifty. They're selling it for two hundred. Yeah, so we, the, we were joking last week about you know, well, when are they going to get them? And I think it dropped like about the time we hung up. It seems yeah. like we started getting tweets that afternoon, mm-hmm. like. Hey, look what happened. And we're like, yeah, we totally did that, which is so untrue. <laughs> but it was just funny. The timing of it was great. Yep. I'm really looking forward to getting my hand on one of it's these. It's a beautiful pen. It's a beautiful pen. I'm passing, um, but um, it, it's it's awesome. So here's the thing. like, I want the platinum nib, right? Because I want to spend some yeah. time with that nib um, mm-hmm. because that's the kind of thing that I'll be looking at when it comes to Nakaya time. Right. Um, so I can get some just some feelings with that, but also... You know, so many people talk about this pen being such a great pen, and just mm. in that colorway, I kind of can't resist it. Right. It's worth owning a 3076 in some way, shape, or form. And this so, is a non-boring version. This is a fantastic version. Fantastic. Um, Yeah. So, I, I look forward to you getting that, because I want to hear about it. 
Yeah, I took a little field trip this week. I'm excited about this because I actually read an article on this, seems like late last year or mm-hmm. something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I never brought it up to you. So what did, what have you been doing? So at the All Festival, the All Conference that I went to, I keep calling it a festival. I don't know why, but it's a mm. conference. Um, I, I met a, a guy there called Matt. Um, and Matt was providing the paper for all of the welcome packs and stuff. Uh, and we got to talking and I found out that he works at a company based in the UK called GF Smith. And they're a, they're a paper supplier. Um, you may have like used some of their products and you don't even know, right? Cause yeah, they're, 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 they're kind everywhere. of famous. They're, I mean, they're like yeah. a big, I mean, they're a well-known brand, especially in the UK. Yeah, they're, they're a pretty huge deal. So like the reason I, I thought to bring this up was I was I was looking through um, the pen ad yesterday and I saw that Susan, I think it was Susan, right? Yes. That yeah. she had uh, reviewed um, the Moo notebook yeah. that I think we'd spoken about a little while ago and yep. they use GF Smith paper inside. Yep. Um, so, you know, they use their color plan paper, which is their big, the big product that they make. Um, so they have set up in the UK or in London, in like central London, something that they're calling a show space. And it's basically like a showroom slash art gallery slash sales office thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt invited me down uh, to go and take a look. And I've included a link to um, an article that was in Wallpaper about this because it shows some great photos. So you should go and look at it. This place is incredible. So it's like they display all of their products. Um, like they make these. I didn't know they even did this. Like they do framing. So like you you can go to their website and you can, um, I think it's, they call it make frame. And you can like upload an image and they'll put it in a frame. Oh, um, cool. But they also do the same with photo books as well. Um, so you can have like these beautiful photo books printed from them. So they, they have something called Make Book and something called Make Frame, and uh, they, you know they're not cheap, but they're really good looking stuff. Um, so they have those on display. Um, they have like these displays that are focused around where their paper comes from. So like they show all these like. Uh, blocks of wood that the three different types of wood that they use to make the paper and then they have all the dyes and all that sort of stuff which i thought was kind of cool so like that's cool it shows you a bit about like what goes into their stuff and like why they are different like there's all these like little plaques about like why their paper is better than than others because of this and that they do and um it was really interesting like because matt was kind of taking me around and giving me a little tour and was explaining all this stuff to me with like the passion that he has for the paper. Then they have this long wall which has all of the colors that they have. Oh, cool! My gosh, some of these colors are like they are like colors I've never seen before. Like the 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 like how vivid some of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're just they're really awesome, like super the, awesome. And uh, the pictures uh, look really cool. So like you see that big color thing that goes across the wall. They're all boxes mm-hmm. that that can be taken off, and then there are samples of the paper inside. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> they also had this like history area where they had all these like um, framed uh, parts of their history because they're a super old company, um, and they had this one part like this one part of their archive which was uh, a copy of a letter that they sent to their customers during the Second World War to apologize that they couldn't meet their orders because the factories were all destroyed. Wow. And they and they in in the letter apologized for any inconvenience. It was <laughs> like crazy. the most British letter I've ever read. It was incredible. <laughs> and then downstairs they have this like installation space which is these rolled up tubes of paper and they're all just like and it looks like a, a wave. 
but all of the rolls are only secured by like this small poster tube right at the bottom, which has sand in them. <laughs> so you could totally knock them down. Oh, man. Like, I don't think if you knocked one down, you'd get too much of a domino effect, but you could you could take out a few of those if you weren't paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, Hopefully I thought it was really cool. It was nice to see um, this sort of stuff up close. Like, I, I didn't really know about this company before I met Matt, but... They and that, but now I keep seeing their names pop up all over the place. Like, you remember, I was talking about those paperboy notebooks, right? Um, they were consulting with GF Smith on the paper that they're using, and like, I keep seeing the name pop up. And yeah, the yeah. more I've kind of looked into them, and I can see just how much of this stuff they make in the UK, um, it's, it's kind of awesome. So, it was yeah, a fun thing, looks really cool. it was a fun thing. I, I think you have to make appointments, like, if you're in London, but you can at least go there and look through the window. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like That's it's cool. a showroom yeah i got i got the special vip experience yeah. you know because i'm sure they just it. have they have you have to have just a serious amount of corporate clients and oh I'm they sure do they're in there all the constantly yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. That's why it's Looks there cool. it's like for them right. to show clients like new clients and, and current clients their product and it's a permanent thing for them mm-hmm. like it's not just yeah. like a pop-up like this is this is their new building so, right I really liked it. It was fun. So go look at the, the pictures. And there are more pictures online. You can like, Google around and stuff. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, they seem like a really cool folk, like, folk there. So. so there you go. This awesome. episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You can use the offer code INK, INK at checkout and you'll get 10% of your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. They let you easily create the website that you need for your next idea. And with a unique domain and award-winning templates to show everything off, it's going to be awesome. But this is just the start. Squarespace is flexible enough that it is an all-in-one platform. It lets you do anything you want. If you want to create an online store, a portfolio, a blog, a site for your restaurant, maybe you want to create a website for your band, maybe you have like a small uh, group that you want to create a website for, you know, like maybe some kind of community project. It doesn't matter what you want to do. Squarespace Space has all of the tools that you need. Everything's drag and drop. They have these like little blocks that you can drop in to enable different code, or maybe you want to put a calendar or a map or a music player. It's or you can drop in things like inventory stuff from your store. It doesn't matter what you want to do. It's all drag and drop. It's super easy to use. There's nothing that you need to install. No patches that you need to worry about. No upgrades needed. Squarespace have got you covered. They have award-winning 24/7 customer support. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name to show off your new website. And all of their award-winning templates are beautifully designed with responsive web design in mind, so you can show off your great ideas perfectly on any size of device. Squarespace. Plans start at just $12 a month, but you can try it out for free. There's a free trial, no credit card needed, and you can just go to squarespace.com to find out more about that. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code INC at checkout and you'll get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for The Pan Addict. Thank you to Squarespace for supporting Relay FM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. One thing that Squarespace does, if I may, real quick before we go into the topic... The reason why I went with them before they were even the sponsor of the show is like I don't have to install anything, right? I do no of the code work at all. I can, I can do extra stuff if I want to, but they just make things happen. Like they'll we'll get an email saying, "Hey, we're giving, we're turning on SSL certificates for everyone, and you can get yours, mm-hmm. and your site can be um, HTTPS secure site. All you have to do is go click this button." Now let me tell you, because we <laughs> have like, to get a certificate for me? Relay FM, because mm-hmm. our website 
it isn't hosted on Squarespace. It can't be. Our blog and store is, but the main website. Mm-hmm. Um, we needed we needed a different thing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to get an SSL certificate for the the full website for the Relay FM right. site. It was a nightmare. Yeah. It was an absolute nightmare. And so, yeah, I agree. And like the same, they just put Apple News stuff in, right, as well? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went over and clicked the toggle button. And that was yeah. it. <laughs> so they're really good about staying out mm-hmm. in front of stuff. And like the Apple News stuff, too. I don't have mine fed through the proper Apple News format um, right now. I, it took me so long to get set up on Apple News just with the RSS feed. I didn't want to break it right when I did it, but then I'll, I'll go over and switch over to the Apple News stuff uh, soon as well since the Pen Addict is now available on Apple News. Look at you. Yeah. All your late break-in Pen News can be consumed uh, in Apple <laughs> News if you need. All right, let's talk about the Baron Fig askew. You think? We should talk about this? Think? I think we should talk about this. So, <laughs> okay. this is Baron Fig's second limited edition confidant? Correct. It feels like we just had the first one. Were they monthly? <laughs> what are they? Like, I'm not being silly. Like, what are <laughs> they're, they? Uh, they're quarterly, but w- as we will talk about later, there's always something new, right? There's something like every month and then in between. So, there's four subscription products which puts you on a schedule of once a month for the entire right. year. And so then they drop in things like Codex, which is the app in between. So it mm-hmm. feels like, you know, every other week we're getting some Baron Fig thing. They are so. unstoppable. <laughs> All right. So the Askew is mm-hmm. um, a blue confidant and the confidant is their hardcover notebook. Yeah. Um, and it is a ruled notebook, but the ruling has been hand-drawn by an artist who is uh, named Debbie Millman. She's a New York-based artist. She's always had the dream of hand-drawing a, a ruled notebook, a lined notebook. So she's collaborated with Baron Fig. And so this notebook, um, they call it askew because the lines are askew, and they say it is uh, ruly slash unruly pages. Mm-hmm. So some of the pages are regular lines, but some of the lines... Uh, either don't exist on the page, it's just a scribble in the center, or the lines are like super thin and all over the place, like all wobbly. Um, Or sometimes they're just like regular thickness, but there are these huge gaps or they swirl. You have to go and look at the pictures to understand this because you've never seen a notebook like this. Now, I want to see if you can answer a question that I have about this. Is every single notebook hand-drawn individually? I can't work that out. Uh, What do you mean? I mean... The, the pages are printed, like, but the pages, so if you're going through the number of pages in the book, say the normal, which I would consider the normal lined pages, you know, just the ones with the straight lines across, uh-huh. those are not the same print on every page. It's a different print on every page. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I know it's a diff- it's different on every page, like the different lines, but everyone's book is the same, right? I, my guess would be yes. Okay, I want because I just I, what I couldn't work out is if like she was drawing differently in every book and that like they had a limited no. edition of a thousand or something. No, because you figure she had to draw probably 150, 200 pages. Anyway. I don't know how long they've been working on it, right? Yeah, but yeah, it would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah. It would have been crazy, but I wasn't sure. Like it wasn't, it wasn't completely clear. Everyone has the same general setup in their book. Would be my guess, but I could be wrong. So. Okay. <laughs> so I get a text yesterday morning from you. <laughs> Basically. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I need to start off with what I think is a genuinely good thing about this notebook. I applaud Baron Fig for doing something new, different, and creative. 
I have been quick to criticize them in the past that their limited editions have not been limited enough for me. Mm. Um, you know, that it's just like, oh, here's a different color. And that was it. And we've made that. And, and you know, you said that they'd said to you they're working on some cool stuff. And I will say that this is, and I don't, and I sound, I sound like I'm making a joke, but I'm not, I'll get to how I, my other side of this feeling. It's very original. Like, I have never, ever seen anything like this before. I have never seen, like, a hand-drawn line or grid or anything in a notebook. Like, so the idea of it is completely original, and I applaud that. Um, the blue color that they've chosen is beautiful for the notebook. Wow. Like, that. does it pop as much as it does on the website, like, the color of the it's... notebook? It's the best looking exterior cover and ribbon that they've done. Oh, for sure. They really have nailed it. Because, okay, so this is the thing. They went around a theme, and the theme was like the blue biro, like the blue pen, the blue ink, right? right? And they have nailed that with like the the red, like the red is like the red of the lines, you know, like the red lines that you get in a regular notebook, and then the blue is like the blue lines. Like I applaud the coloring and the theme and everything. This notebook is an art piece, and that's kind of cool, right? Like, it's a piece of art. An artist worked on this, and there is, like, a th- an idea to it. Like, I really like all of that. Like, that this is this notebook is a piece of art. And I have some notebooks like that, right, that I consider to be art, that I'm not going to use or I'm not going to use in a normal way. They are a piece of art, and that is exactly it. For me, that is all this notebook is, because this notebook is unusable. Mm-hmm. I, I... <laughs> do not know how someone could use this practically. Like, if you have a... If you get this notebook and you're like, this notebook is going to be where I write my song lyrics. It's like, okay, that's a cool thing. Like, you can... You know, you're like... You're making a specific use for this notebook because it's kind of kind of kooky, right? And you're going to, like, maybe write some poetry in there and you can write the poetry along the lines and it will, I don't know, make it a little bit more of a fun experience or something, right? But if you are somebody who has subscribed to uh, Baron Fig to get your notebook that you take your meeting notes in, you cannot use this notebook. Like, there are just going to be pages of this notebook which you could never use. And, like, all of them, none of them are straight. Like, it's, I would find it very distracting to write in. Um, like, for example, I would never take a blank piece of paper and draw lines on it and then write on the lines. Right. Like, I would never do that. And that's what they've they're selling me. And one of the like one of the things that I will pose here, because I know that a lot of people really like this and like will say like, hey, you know, blah blah blah, you you know, you, you're being unfair. <laughs> I will bring Field Notes Expedition into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because Field Notes Expedition was super cool, built around an idea, and had some features that I think are cooler because it was like this paper which was unbreakable. But everybody says that they're one of the worst editions because they're basically unusable unless you have a specific pen, right? If you don't mm-hmm. have something like a Fisher Space pen, you can't use the Expedition Edition. But you can still use them if you have that pen. Like It doesn't matter what pen you have. Like This is a book that you cannot use in a regular way. Again, like if you pick a specific way that you want to use this and go for it, awesome. But if you're expecting a notebook that you want to write down your... Like if I... You know, with my field notes, if field notes gave me like a notebook right now that I couldn't use, I would be annoyed about that, right? Like, sure. in the way that I was annoyed about Expedition. But at that time, I wasn't a subscriber. So I could only be annoyed about it in theory. I bought those because I thought they were cool. But if I, you know, it, it's like, um, I didn't like Ambition 
Uh, not ambition. Is it ambition? The one which was like the three different ones, and one of them was yeah, like a diary. Gilded. Yeah, I didn't like that because that's not how I use my notebooks. Right? right. My field notes are not a diary and a ledger, and a, like I don't like it when they do that because I, you know, I like to use my notebooks in a way, especially when I'm subscribing to them and they come to me blind. Right. Like this line. This is a lined notebook, which I really don't like, and the lines are inconsistent. Um, I I think it looks super cool. But I am not a fan overall. Like I like to either use my products or buy products that I know I can use. Like I know I'm a collector, but I can use my stuff. And I and I don't think that this is that. But again, I want to bring this back and I applaud them for being creative. But I think they were a little bit too creative, I think. Mm. I think they went just a bit too far. Like if they would have just had hand-drawn lines... Mm-hmm. that were maybe like a little bit wobbly that's fine right it's like again it's like you're being super creative with it but there are just pages in this notebook that are wasted like you cannot use them so mm-hmm. that's my feeling on this I, I can't disagree with anything you've said but I love this notebook <laughs> uh, right I but thought- I get this I, I totally get why somebody would love it right like I, I 100% get it like, I thought we'd be on the opposite side of the spectrum. Like, we're, this is like Bizarro show today. Yeah, this definitely uh, is more like something that I would like than something that you would like, for sure. Right, right. I would think that you would think I would annihilate this notebook where the exact opposite is happening. So, I got this on Friday. They sent me out on an advanced copy. I opened up the box, and I see the exterior packaging. Um, and I see like, it's all this ballpoint scribble. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And I didn't know what to expect when I opened it. Then I opened it up and I was like, what the heck is going on here? And then I started reading about it and I was like, I don't know what to do with this, but I like, I couldn't stop looking at it. Like (laughs) I didn't know what to do, Mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, I really appreciate that they did this. This is like a huge risk for them. This is like some very strong opinion that they've put out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's right. one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they, you know, it, it that but that's what goes into the business. You have to take a stand on a product and put your opinion in the product that you sell, right? So they did something crazy like this and I love it. I do see a huge issue from the subscriber perspective. If this was outside of the subscribers, it, I don't think it would be getting the gruff that it's getting um, to where someone could buy it or not buy it. But people got forced into this, right? I think yeah. that's where a lot of the consternation comes yep. from. Um, I I texted uh, Joey last night or tweeted him. I said, how's your inbox holding up, buddy? <laughs> He's like, oh, man, it's been a day. <laughs> so they know. I mean, they chose to do this. So. And I appreciate the fact that they did this, even though I would say the majority, I purposefully put out a tweet and an Instagram post yesterday to get feedback on this, to see Mm -hmm. where the popular opinion lies. It's probably 75% negative to 25% positive. That's unofficial. But um, I would say the alternative fact, the 25% 25 of people that, (laughs) love it probably care more about it than the people that dislike it yeah 
Does that make sense? Like, I, I, if you love no. this, I reckon you like really love this. If you just like yeah. this, most people, maybe except for me, are just like, oh, that's just silly. Yeah. So it's a it's definitely a no middle ground product. There's no one saying maybe. Yeah, this divides you. Yeah. What I have seen a lot of is a lot of people saying the art project, like you said. I've gotten that many, many, many times. Um, they see this as an art notebook, not a functional notebook, and they expected a functional notebook from the most functional notebook that they sell, the Confidant, right? That's the one that they built the company on. That is the Moleskine replacement. Right. That's what Baron Fig began their company to be. And where right. are they used? They are used in offices and meetings. Right. Like you would look like a child if you sat down at a meeting table with this notebook because it right. would look like you had taken a blank notebook and drawn your own lines on it. Like mm-hmm. this this doesn't like if if I was a, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, here we go. I'm taking over. <laughs> like if I was a subscriber to this to replace my meeting notebook in the bank, like this would be wasted. Like I wouldn't I, be able to use this one. I agree. I I I 100% agree with that aspect. I don't want them to stop doing this. No, I, I want, want them to keep to... going. Like I said, this is such a great idea, but they mm-hmm. went a, just a step too far, right? Like yeah. one, it, I I think they were so close. Like, but but the thing is though, like, uh, look, you you if you're listening out there, Baron Fig, you know what you're doing, but right, but like yeah. I love the 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 fact that you that there was a fine line with creativity, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that you you just passed it. Like if you would have just had the lines drawn on there, it would have been fine. But it's like it's the ones where it's like it's too much. Um, I, I think it, it doesn't work. But I, as I said, the idea like if they would have like built it around the blue ink, like and mm-hmm. th- that idea with the color was fantastic. And maybe like to just have lines printed inside in the color of that like biro ink. But instead, like they were like, it was too much for me, man. It's too much for me. So, Baron Fig stands for certain things, Mm -hmm. right? Their mission is to inspire thinkers. Yep. Not everyone's going to get inspiration from this. No. Because they're going to freak out when they see it because a lot of us are OCD. Um, about what we look for in a notebook. We can't, and we have to have our check boxes and everything lined up straight and correctly. But for those who can see things a little bit different, this is kind of, you know, a way to engage your brain into thinking differently. So yep. we like we got a tweet um, and actually Jacqueline just showed up in the chat room, which is funny because I'm about to read her tweet. She says, first take is this is an ambitious edition. Baron Fig's mission is to inspire thinkers and not all thinkers are stay in the lines kind of people. I yep. think looking at it that way is important. I agree. I mean, I agree. I think this product should exist. I don't think it should be part of the subscription that arrives in people's homes. I agree with that. I, I, I don't discount the that part of this equation. I, I understand that. I would. It, it's a definitely a better standalone product to me. But then again, what do you want from the confidant when you know i'm saying well let's not hope they're just skins of everything and the first one they come out with isn't even a skin it's an exact duplicate of a product they released earlier so it's like what do you want it's what i want from them is, is not to make a blue notebook i want a blue notebook for a reason mm-hmm. right and 
it's like, okay, well, what do field notes give me every time? They give me like a different color and maybe something different with the paper, but they have a theme and the theme is carried through it, right? Right. So like you look at lunacy, right? Lunacy has a hole in the front and they put an extra page in to show you the moon. Mm-hmm. And then on the inside, they created the paper that was that kind of gray paper. It was like, you know, the color of the moon. Right. Right. That's not insanely different from the craft, right? They, they they just didn't put a hole in the cover. It's usable as you would normally intend to use the product. Yeah, but it also has a theme to it, right? right. And I say, I feel like that they can, that field notes do go too far, but they don't go as far as Baron Fig has. Like, so say something like the ambition, right? I could still use that, but just I would have to ignore the way that they have intended for it to be made. But I can still write in it normally, and I'm not going to look like a wild man when I'm sitting at the table. Like, right. but I feel like that that this notebook cannot be used normally. You would have to ignore the lines, which I I don't really know if people can do that. Right, you got <laughs> lines on a page, you got to ignore them. I I think that like if they would have gone with like this book is about celebrating the blue right like the blue ink that is in our pens right yeah like it is celebrating a blue ballpoint then they could have like created a notebook that is blue it has blue lines inside and it maybe comes with a little thing that you can put your notebook in and strap it to the front of the book right like and and it's about celebrating the blue ballpoint which is like i think that's like 50 percent of what they were going for but i think the other 50 percent, the art project part was too far like mm-hmm. let's say the last five pages of the notebook were like this mm-hmm. that would be fine yeah or the I, I could see the whole page the whole notebook being like it as long as it's like the same print line on every page yeah. and it's the same spacing or whatever and you know what they also could have done they could have just had mm-hmm. this like they could have just had somebody just do them with a ruler like these were hand drawn mm-hmm. but they were done straight and I know look I'm not trying to like jump on this person's creativity like mm-hmm. like this lady debbie millen who mm-hmm. wanted to make this book like i get it i get it like this is about she's creating art but this art is being forced on people <laughs> to use and and i don't i just i feel like that they were close but they went as i said just a little bit too far right like but as i said this is a completely different notebook to the other stuff that they make because it has like yeah. this new theme to it which i really appreciate but i think yeah. that 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 they let the creativity hurt the usability. And I think that, that you've got to balance that. And I don't think this is balanced well enough. And I yeah. know that they're saying it's like 90-10, right? Oh, I, I took him to task on that. I, I he Joey said, okay, 90% of it's standard, 10% of it's wild. And I took him to task. I said, you can't say that because the... Um, the lines aren't standard. They're not, the they're the not lines aren't the same correctly. on every page. He's like, you're right. I can't say that. They're... You what know, they mean is like 10% of pages that aren't lined, right? They've just got scribbles on them. Right? <laughs> it's 10% of the pages are unusable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be a bit too much. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really, so, I'm really conflicted on this one. I am. Like, yeah. Because it, it's like, because, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So let, let's wrap it up on this. Yesterday was its first day. The subscribers got theirs probably the day before or yesterday i've had two or three people tell me now i hated it 
when I opened it up. Thought it was ridiculous. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I used it, and now I love it. So, I mean, this is a, a direct quote from Gaming Trent on Twitter. I hated it at first, then I used it last night for a brainstorming session. Now I quite like it, conducive huh. to creativity. I have another one in my Instagram feed that's along the same thing. I, like, hate. Like, they hated it when they got it. Then they actually used it and said, oh, I get it. I, I can do something with this. Is it what they expected from their confidant subscription? Probably not. Is it better as a standalone item? I would vote yes. Um, yeah, so is it like, going to cause? Is it going to cause people to freak out? Yeah. Absolutely. But there's there's room for this notebook. I love it. Um, I, I will I use it every day. No. Will I buy another one? No. Which I think is a problem. No one's going to be buying three of these, which is what you would like as a as a business. Um, but I think just as a concept, it's great. Could it have been done outside the subscription service? That might have been a good idea. I bet I would love one of these if I had it. I think so. I but, honestly do. That's why I, I thought you would like it. Uh, it's because of it, that. It's just it's wrapped up in the fact that this is the subscription one. It's just it's too yes. much. Yep. Um, but I, I'm sure, like, if I owned one and used it, I would think it was really fun. Um, right. But like, just because I'm just putting myself in the mindset as to what would I use this notebook for. And right. all of the things that I would you want to use a notebook like the confidant for do not fit this, so I would have to find a new use for it. So yeah, but please, yeah. Baron Fig, keep being creative. Yep, please do. Art makes people mad, and it also That's makes good. them happy. And it has quite frankly, you created a piece of art here. So yeah, well, we have to support art. Art's very important. We have to support it. You know my feelings on yep. this. I hope they sell out of it. I hope so too. We're not done with Baron Fig, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not done. Actually, I have something else I want to talk about. All right, let's take a break and thank Casper for supporting this week's show. Casper is the company focused on sleep that went out and created the perfect mattress that it sells directly to you. And why is that important? Because it means that they're able to eliminate commission-driven inflated prices, the prices that are usually used to pay for the mattress showroom. They don't need to do any of that because you just order their mattresses online. Ordering a mattress online, you say? Mike, that's crazy. No, let me tell you why it's awesome. Because Casper mattresses offer a 190 home trial with free delivery and returns to anywhere within the US and Canada. It is a completely risk-free process. You order one of their mattresses, they deliver it to you, you try it out. If you don't like it, they'll pick it up for free. You can just return it to them and you get 100 nights to sleep on it to actually try it out. And this mattress is developed by Casper themselves. They had an in-house team of engineers spend thousands of hours developing this mattress. It's obsessively engineered at a shockingly fair price. It's made of supportive memory foam that has just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design helps you regulate your temperature throughout the night. All of Casper mattresses are made in America, and they now offer an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets to go along with it. You can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash penaddict and using the code penaddict. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much to Casper for their support of this show. Once again, that is casper.com slash penaddict and use the code penaddict for $50 off. So I told you about my Casper mattress. It's in our guest bedroom. Uh huh. And, you know, I don't sleep in there regularly, but I had a quite a quite an event on Sunday night trying to leave Atlanta for a meeting with our 
knock case manufacturer. Um, you can follow my Twitter uh, nonsense from that night to see that it was a long, frustrating night for me that ended up in a flight cancellation about 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I got home about 4 a.m. and I texted my wife. I said, look, I'm just going to sneak into the guest bedroom. I don't want to wake you up. And I'm going to need to sleep, you know, for the morning anyway. That way y'all can get up. The kids can run around and, and all this. And um, <laughs> I'm so stupid. I just like, I get in there. I was like, oh, sweet. I'm on the, I get to sleep on the Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and I slept like a rock. I mean, it was mainly because I was just dead exhausted. But I, I'm just so silly that way. I was like, oh, cool. I get to sleep on the Casper mattress. Again. That's Man, a silver I, lining, man. I, I, it was. It was awesome. I was like, oh, nice. I don't get to do this all the time. So, yeah, it was cool. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I slept like a baby till about noon. I got home at 4 a.m., slept till about noon. So I was good to go after that. Thanks, Casper. All right. Back to Brian Fick. <laughs> Yeah, so this was actually going to go in last week's show. Right. Um, it's just um, it was, it's a holdover because I wanted to talk about these next two topics. Actually, last week, but we had Tiff on, which was an awesome show, and I wanted to, uh, you know, didn't want to like uh, distract from that too much. So I decided to like subscribe to more things, which naturally <laughs> is a, a bad idea. But I was like, you know, if we're talking about all this stuff, I should just subscribe to it. So I didn't subscribe to everything from Baron Fig, but I did, and I've always said this from the beginning, I just finally bit the bullet and subscribed to the Archers. I really want the pencils. I've been using a pencil more and more in my daily writing. I enjoy pencils. The Archer got rave reviews for its first release. I figured, well, instead of buying those, I'll just go ahead and do the sub and see what they offer You know, every quarter for the pencils. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Then I got to thinking about the Squire, which was the pen that, or the subscription offering that I was the most confused about. And I don't know that we talked about this aspect of it when we first were discussing the subscriptions, but if you think of it from your Retro 51 colored glasses, if they offer oh, a yeah, that's what subscription... I was thinking about. That's, that's why subscribe. this is the only one I'm I'm interested in yeah. personally. So because now if I'm they like, come up with cool versions of the Squire, yeah. I will yeah. want all of them. So yeah. this is this is my current thinking. I've been putting some thought into this too. Mm-hmm. I expect the first Squire to drop probably in about ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> some no, point next soon. week. <laughs> next week we're doing a thing on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I expect that the the Squire to drop soon. Because um, it's a Q1. By the way, we're going to have Baron Fig on to talk about the Squire. It just so happened that this SKU thing happened too. So we're going to have them, uh, Joey and Adam, or one or both, oh, no. or sometime next month. Uh oh. I'm not going to oh, yeah. be on that episode. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be away that week. Hey, they're Baron good. They, they're open. They're open and honest. I, know, I mean, man. just we're in a business these days. You can't hide doing business online these days. Nope. So anyway, right. I, I, I cut I you look off forward your to having account. them on the show because I enjoyed having them on last time. So because the, the Squire, that's the one I'm interested in. If mm-hmm. if they turn out a Squire like their first one and it's cool looking and it's like it's funky in some way, right? Mm-hmm. Retro fifty one styley, then mm-hmm. I will immediately subscribe. But like I yeah. just want to see what their first one is because their first if their first one's just like green, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, and that's just right. like, oh, we made a green one. Then, then yeah. I don't know if that's going to be for me, right? Like, but, but again, yeah. like, you have to say, this is why we made a green one. And the green one has this little inscription on it in some way, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you, you're appealing to me. So I'm waiting to see. I want a lot of this, right? A lot of this stuff is, I have enough pens and I have enough notebooks. Mm. Give me a reason. That's all I want. And that, that reason sure. for me comes in the theme. And if mm-hmm. the theme agrees with me, then I'm then I'm all over it, right? Right. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with a square. And uh, well, yeah. I guess it's going to happen in a couple of weeks' time. I would assume. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. That's so. At that time, I was going. I'm going to do these two subscriptions that I've been holding off on. The other mm-hmm. one was Write Notepads. When I saw the In the Pines edition, and I haven't bought their previous editions, but they do such a good job with design. Like I love their Ooh. design aesthetic. There are boxes and packaging, which, you know, are really, <laughs> I'm not a boxing boxes and packaging guy, but they do it to make you want to buy it. The prices, um, I don't see how they do it for the price. It's a really high quality item. So I just ordered the In the Pine set because what they do with their subscriptions is they only open them up for a couple of times during the year, which I think is a really interesting concept because they can manage the numbers and the production well. Mm. So it's like, I can't find, I went on the site. It was actually, they need to do a better job of noting this because I killed myself going through their entire site trying to figure out how to subscribe. And there was no information on that. I had to go to archive.org, find the old subscription page. Oh my word. And saw that a link saying the subscriptions will be back open in May or something like that. Okay. See, I just looked at this and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, like these Four. are stunningly beautiful, mm-hmm. but they're not—they're not diverging hugely from their last ones. Right. So apparently, I think this is a their first dot grid. Maybe I, I'm not a right notepads connoisseur. Um, yeah, but dot grid but, is not—you know—I don't know. Unless they would uh, right, right, right. Dot but I'm saying random they... via a paint gun. Uh, I have no idea. They would dot it. Uh, but uh, these are but really yeah, beautiful. These, they're beautiful. They're like a beautiful green, and they've got what is that like a debossed silver? Yep. These are stunning. Like stunning. I want to subscribe now, but clearly right. I can't. Right. So you can't subscribe. But when they open it back up, I will because I'm using pencils in these, like strictly pencils. And people are telling me like they're good for fountain pens. Like they have some good paper. I'll I'll test them out, but like this brand, the way it's set up makes me want to use pencil with them. It's a good paper. Yep. I've used like their Steno books from CW oh, these Enterprises. Are so beautiful, Brad. Like I'm everything looking at all of do, the old ones. I know. Yeah. So yeah, no, these are great looking. These I'm are really get, great looking. I'm gonna get in on this now because how are they only ten dollars? Ten dollars, ten dollars is too cheap. How so, are they ten dollars? I I don't know. I tell you what, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy. How are they ten dollars? They're their own printer. Interesting. Interesting. They are a print shop, so there's no right. middleman to have the increase. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of these. Yeah. So, like, if I was knock and I walked in here to do this, I couldn't get it for this price, right? Yeah. No. Of course. You know, I, I'm so going to buy some because I want to buy them. It. I want to see how they are, um, and then if they're if they're as good as they look, then maybe I'll subscribe because it's ten ten dollars, right? Which I can't fully understand. But, so uh, I'm late to the party. Um, the erasables have been on this train since day one. Um, it helps. Johnny's in Baltimore, which is where Right Notepads is at. So he's over there. He's uh, you know, up in there visiting the shop and getting all the news and info. Oh, he loves the international he loves shipping them. is twenty dollars. 
Yeah. No, I don't think I'm going to get any We can order you some for uh, <laughs> delivery in Atlanta. Shipping can't be twice the price of the product, guys. Well, that's not their fault. Don't well, yell at people for shipping. Don't yell at people for shipping. I'm I want to know how they're shipping. It. Yeah. Yeah, oh. don't yell at people for shipping. <laughs> Some people <laughs> ship things in strange ways, Brad. Like, mm-hmm. there are, mm-hmm. there are. I mean, like, if they're, they're, is this U.S. Postal Service? $20? Yeah, paper's, hard, paper's expensive to ship, man. All right. Well. I mean, I can ship. Oh, see, look at you. Look what you've done. Now I'm going to go into shipping, Brad. All right, we'll go I into need, shipping, Brad, then. If I send somewhere close to, somewhere, I think, between six ounces and, six or eight ounces and, and a pound to you, it's going to cost me, like, $21 and change. All right, so, but, like, why can Field Notes That's standard $7? That's because they're using a FedEx specific service uh, that's bulk and not shipping it through normal your normal you're you're also getting an extended lead time for delivery on that. Yeah, but I don't mind waiting for 3 or 4 weeks if it's that's a third great. of the price. Awesome. Neither Knock or Write Notepads has the capacity to do that. Mm. You see, this is the thing, right? I mean, I don't know this. All I know is it's like it's three times the price of what right. I'm usually used to paying. Right. And I just don't know if, if I want to do that all the time, you know? Right. I agree. So don't complain about shipping is my approach. I will complain, but uh, okay, it's not your fault, but I'm still going to complain about it. It's still, <laughs> it's it's still not, too expensive. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the business's fault that shipping okay. costs what it well, costs. Well, I'm sorry, right? You can no choose book. to purchase it or not, but it's not our fault that it's is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. look at you. You're getting so mad at me, but it's still too expensive <laughs> for me. I'm very sensitive about shipping I complaints. Know. I can tell. <laughs> so, last new product, which just launched during this show, if not earlier this morning, um, Plumchester, which is Art Snacks' own art supply brand, now has their own website. They launched their brush pen back in the November Art Snacks box. And they sent me an early edition of their square sketchbook. It is totally kick butt. If you're an artist or like to carry a sketchbook aside from a journal where you want thicker paper, this is the best I've ever used. Granted, I haven't used that many sketchbooks. I don't throw watercolors at them, so I don't know the properties of that. But the construction, the materials, the style, the shape, and the price, I mean, they're 18 bucks. It's kind of a no-brainer level for well, me. Well, now, now really, Lee's really killing me because they don't ship outside the U.S. Well, yeah. So For the same reason, I'm argue. sure, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Pa- paper is the worst. Okay. Paper is the worst item to ship. It is so heavy. I mean, we're going to have to do away with like our free shipping levels at some point because we get killed on paper. At knock, so like, this has turned into like a whole nother thing. Yeah, well, pa- paper is awful, awful, awful to ship. It can still upset me though. Like I know you're getting angry because I'm getting angry. No, but I'm just, st- I'm just a clueless consumer, Brad. No, you're just angry because you can't buy a product you want and it's shipping's fault. <laughs> I un- I understand <laughs> Lee, that. Lee just said in the chat room, "Email me, Mike. We'll figure it out." <laughs> but that's you know, okay. I appreciate that for me. Right. But no, ship, Lee and I have actually talked about this um, like last month. We were talking about shipping. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But this notebook is really cool. A sketchbook, I should mm-hmm. say. It's a square format, like 8 inch by 8 inch. 
awesome purple cover uh, yellow band. I just put a review up on the site this morning. I'm very much in love. I don't need a lot of sketchbooks. This will be perfect for me. It handles every ink that I can throw at it, and uh, it's fantastic. So very, it very looks, happy with this. That that form factor, that big square form yeah. factor is – I just uh, – did I mention on the show that I bought Adina one of those um, write-your-own-adventure planners? I think so, or I saw it in your Instagram or something – so I bought Somehow her one I know of those about this, yeah. for for Christmas after listening to you guys talk about it on the show that I wasn't on, and uh, they are it, it is awesome. Like it's this big square notebook. She loves it. She absolutely yeah. loves it. So I nailed that one. That was that was good by me. But good yeah, they're you. they're really really cool. These planners. Yeah, one of the things I I latched onto the most was the form factor of this. It's just the right size all the way around. So yeah, it's really good. Plus very that color. good. So. Yeah, it's killer. I mean, mm. that's those are some of my favorite colors anyway. Um, and they did a really, really good job on it. So good luck with the site launch today, Lee. The, yeah. it, it just got turned on this morning. So um, they have the, the brush pens and the sketchbooks now available. So y'all should check out plumchester.com. Yep, go check it out. This is a, a great little selection. And I'm happy that they're starting small, you know, and like building it up from there. I think that's the right way to go. Like, curate a couple of products develop them out and work out how you want to go with it i think it's i think it's a nice way of doing it yeah i've talked to lee a bunch about that and we'll get him i told him we'll get him on the show soon you know yeah. after this gets going and yes that's very um observant of you that's uh, purposeful um on their part i'm so sorry for complaining about shipping everyone <laughs> you can comp- you can complain just don't complain at the vendors i can complain towards them mm. just not at them <laughs> It's mm. like, this is a problem, but it's not your problem. But this is the problem, <laughs> right? The, the issue does lie in the fact that it isn't consistent, yeah. right? And I know it's because, like, you know, de- as you explained, like, depending on what you are able to ship out depends on, on what, you know, it, it depends on the prices that you can get, right? It's just brutal. And it, I guess it's, like, super mm. annoying for you guys when there is a company like Field Notes that can a manage to do it their no, way that is absolutely not annoying to me that's never crossed okay. my mind well i mean just because it sets expectations right oh well I'm, no i mean that's an outlier to okay. be perfectly honest okay well i don't know anybody else i don't buy paper from anyone else right 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 <sighs> all right we got a lot more to do here mate so uh i think i need to eat what do you got for me Blue Apron. Blue Sweet. Apron is back to support this week's show. They make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, including Brad Dowdy, because they give you these fantastic recipe cards that talk you through step-by-step how to make their amazing meals, and they give you all these pre-proportioned ingredients so you have everything you need and just what you need, and you can make their food, all of their recipes, in 40 minutes or less. Blue Apron also know that when you cook with fresh ingredients, you support a more sustainable food system, allowing you to make these incredible meals. That is why they do everything they can to support it they set the highest standards for their community of artisanal suppliers farms fisheries and ranches and they also do all of this by and help make and build a community of home chefs now this is a fun part of it 
when you cook frequently with Blue Apron, you're going to learn skills that will make you a better chef at home. You'll get better at cutting food. You'll understand what certain ingredients are. You'll learn how much you like garlic or not, right? Like a lot of these types of recipes, they have things in them like garlic and onion and, and different like herbs and stuff like that. And you'll start to learn what which of them you like and you don't like. And you'll be able to not only just choose these from the meals that you get, but also use this information that you've learned about yourself to help create better food at home. New recipes are created by Blue Apron's culinary team and they're not repeated within a year. So you will have access to cooking stuff like Thai chicken noodle soup with yellow curry paste and mushrooms, mixed mushroom and potato pizza with fontina cheese, spinach and garlic oil, and creamy shrimp spaghetti with broccoli and mayo lemon. Check out this week's menu and get three meals for free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash penaddict. Blue Apron deliver to 99% of the continental US. You can customize your recipes each week based on your dietary preferences and choose a delivery option that fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get your deliveries when you want them. So once again, that's blueapron.com slash penaddict to get your three meals for free with free shipping. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. We'd like to thank Blue Apron for their support of this show and Relay FM, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, so now we have the the sustenance to get through these ass TPAs, Mike. I've been saving these up. This is like a legit huge list, mm-hmm. and um, maybe we need to save some for next time. But I definitely want to do this first one because it kind of relates to like what we've been talking about throughout this show. And this is from our friend Casey, aka Punky, in mm-hmm. all the the chat rooms and twitters uh, from the from the the coffee loving 2015 Atlanta Pen Show. Never forget Casey. Um, so he's, let me read this whole thing to you because it, it, it kind of needs to not be chopped up. He says, I'm just about finished up with my first Midori traveler's notebook, full size notebook. And I love everything about the experience, the cover, the inserts, the utility of the whole thing, and especially the paper, which is probably the best paper I've used in a portable carry it with you crash and bash notebook. However, when I think about replacing it with another one, I always hesitate. It's not any flaw with the Midori itself, honestly. It's better for my fountain pen loving ways and the covers more useful with the inserts. But more than that, I miss using my field notes. I have a ton of them that I want to go through, but more importantly, I feel like they're closer to what I personally like in a product. I have a great leather cover from One Star Leather. Shout out to Keegan. Hopefully I'll see you in LA, buddy, to use them. So I won't be missing out on the cover. And if I'm honest, I'll probably be putting the Midori in a box and going back to the field notes for daily note taking and work use. So, all of that said, here's the question. Have you ever had to choose between a product that is objectively better for you to use and a product you want to use, and which way did you decide to go? That's a great question. Field notes and fountain pens. So, it differs from edition to edition how good the paper is for fountain pens. I think maybe in the last... 12 to 18 months it has trended more along the the lines of that field notes are fine for fountain pens um but there has been times in the past where they haven't been right but the paper's been thinner um, and they've made the paper thicker over time i think to kind of help this at least is what i believe but i made that decision because whilst there are arguably many notebooks that are more suited to using fountain pens that are like made for that um I love my field notes and I love my fountain pens, so I will use them together, be damned. So I'm kind of like Casey here. 
I want to use more field notes because I enjoy the format, the style, the aesthetic. They don't live up to the knock notebooks, in my opinion, but it's also because I got to design that myself. That's right? your notebook. <laughs> That's my notebook. Yeah. And <laughs> I want to use other things, but I still, it doesn't matter that it is my notebook. I find myself using it because. I built it because that's how I use notebooks, right? Yeah. And so, so that's, I don't have that's to what worry I mean, about though. Like when I say, I, I'm not saying you're using it because you made it. It's like the reason you love it is because you made it. And that's why you use it. Like it is made for you. It's your specification of what it's a good notebook specs. is. Right. Like if, if you didn't use your own notebook, that's a problem, right? <laughs> right because right. you designed a notebook. So it right. should be exactly the notebook that you want. So I choose that way more than anything else because I enjoy it the most, but mm -hmm. that's also, you know, for those other reasons. I want to use field notes more, um, but there's too much thought for me has to go into using them sometimes. What pen am I using? What, you know, where am I carrying it? And things like that. So I stick with what I love uh, the best. That said... I mean, I'm staring at three notebooks on my desk right now that are neither field notes or knock. So I use lots of stuff, you know, you lots have a of job stuff crosses do. my desk. I have a job to do. But if I'm picking something up for a specific reason, nine out of 10 times, it's going to be something from knock just because that's the paper and style that I like. And I don't have to question what I use with it. So that, that that's a really good question. And that uh, happens a lot in our, our community. Mm-hmm. So this would actually, well, yeah, I think we can get to all these because this is a quick answer. Honestly, this is Gabe. He says, hello, this is Gabe of Ask TPA from Congress fame. You remember that one? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Gabe. Can you remind the listeners of Gabe's first question? What was he asking about? I don't remember the question, but it came on congressional stationery with congressional yes. stamp. It was Yes, yes. It was during was the an, paper ones. Yeah, it was during the paper ones. And the note on it said, I had to say, like, I paid for this stamp and stationery yeah, with yeah, my yeah. own funds it, because it, for personal use. It was all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> So he says, I have another Ask TPA question, I think best directed at Brad. I recently purchased a Pilot Custom 74 with a medium nib as my first gold nib pen. I have to say that the experience so far has been decidedly meh. I don't write in cursive, so most of the merits of the nib's softness, like line variation, bounciness, etc., might be lost on me. I believe that Brad has said he enjoys finer and stiffer nibs, so my question is, do pens with stiff gold nibs exist? If so, is it something worth spending so much money on a gold nib when I'm basically looking for something that behaves more like a steel nib? So, yeah, there's two parts to this. Do pens with stiff gold nibs exist? Yes. Sailor makes the best. Um, platinum and Pilot dabble in them. They're harder to find. Stay Sailor has um, hard, fine, hard, medium nibs that are pretty normal in their product lineups. They're my absolute favorite. They are fantastic. I love those nibs. Both of my hard, fine sailor nibs I bought off of people who hated them. <laughs> so they're not for everyone. They're stiff as a nail. And that brings me to the second part of your question. Should I, is it worth spending so much money on a gold nib when I'm basically looking for something that behaves more like a steel nib? That's a tough call, but that's an accurate statement, right? So I love steel nibs so much because of their firmness. They just inherently don't have that softness or springiness of a gold nib. I mean, that's a, that's a personal preference at yeah. that point. Um, I find the 
gold hard firm or hard medium nibs to be smoother and I have a more refined line than with steel. Steel, I get the firmness. I get a little bit more refined line. If that makes sense, I don't know if that makes sense than with the steel. So the problem is the money, you're not going to get that in the low end pins always. Like you're going to have to go to like the pro gear, like the full size pro gear, which is going to be like in the mid 250s. So yeah, maybe you want to look at a steel nib um, for something like that. So yeah, I don't have of- a preference like of between yeah. steel and gold. Um, I just because I kind of like go with whatever feels good in the pen I'm using. Right, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I have some gold nibs, I have some steel nibs, and I'm fine with both of them depending on how they feel, right? And I guess that's because of this variance that you're talking about. How like some companies will can make their their gold stiffer and that kind of thing. I don't know mm-hmm. because like yeah. you know the gold I have a, you know a couple of gold nibs, and the gold nib that I have on my Sailor feels very different to the gold nib on my Pelican. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those are completely different. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, next one from Matt. This is a tough one. So we'll, we'll, uh, these next two I, I put in purposely for, uh, wisdom of the crowds. Yeah. I really struggled with this one. Yeah, me too. And it's a great, it's a perfect question. I mean, it's exactly what we talk about all the time. So it says you and Mike have helped me become a full on addict in the last six to nine months. However, every pen I own so far comes from the less than $50 range. I have a couple of ecos, a safari, a couple of preppies, a nimesign, um, and a metropolitan. I've discovered that I like wider nibs for the most part that are as wet as my current paper can handle. I would really like to make the jump to a higher end pen, but don't know how to get there. I know I like the style and idea of a Pelican the best. I love the M400 you had this week, which I reviewed the uh, tortoiseshell one and gave it away. Um, and he said he's almost bought the white one several times. My issue is that I don't have any in real life pen friends and can't go to a pen show. How do I know if a pen is going to be worth the jump from twenty to thirty dollars to two hundred to three hundred dollars if I can't try it out? I would really love a broad M four hundred or M six hundred, but can't justify the investment only to have to turn around and sell it again. Any advice? So can I try first? Yeah. So I talk about kind of the way that I went through this. Um, I think that maybe aiming at the Pelican first is is not a good option because you can't try anything out. Like, you know, like for me, my first expensive fountain pen was a Vanishing Point. And again, that, that Vanishing Point didn't end up working out for me. Um, but, but one of the things that I got from that was I was able to try out Pilot nibs on cheaper pens and work out how the nib performed for me. Uh, and then from there, I could maybe upgrade to something that had a bit more of a fancy body. And then when I and then from that point, it was kind of like a stepping stone process. But here's the thing that you're just going to have to bear in mind: um, it's likely that you're going to spend more money than you should because you're going to buy stuff that isn't right. But you can sell it, you know, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are people that you know will take these things off your hands, and as long as you treat them kindly, um, then they might, you know. You might not lose too much money on it, but I I think it's best to try and focus on a company that uses the same or very similar nibs across a line as like the first company that you buy something expensive from. So Mm. you can at least, because, you know, I was using Pilot Preras and learning how I felt about the Pilot pens before I went and bought a Vanishing Point. 
And, you know, it's the same with like a Lamy, right? You can get used to a Safari before you go and buy a 2000. And they're not exactly the same. You know, sometimes they use different materials, but it gives you a good idea for how this company builds their stuff. Right. So what Mike is saying, Matt, is there is no answer to your question. <laughs> the answer is get ready to spend more money than you expect because you're going to – because as well, if you find something you like, you're then going to still buy a million more things. Like this is just the way it goes. Right. And so, I mean, that's kind of the conclusion that I came up to. There's no guarantees, right? There's no guarantee that you save up for the Pelican M600 and you like it, um, you know, depending on the nib. What I will say is if you want to commit big – and at the trying to skip trying everything, you know, you stick with well-known brands, you stick with like their second level, their second tier pin. Like I would look at a Pilot 912 as opposed to a 91, a 92 or a 74. I would look at the full size Sailor Pro Gear instead of the Pro Gear Slim. Um, I would look at the Pelican M600 instead of the 400. Um because of all of those are because of size differences you know that second level of those brands is kind of the meat and potatoes pen um the first one kind of gets you in then you realize oh maybe i'd like a little bit bigger pen a little bit bigger nib you know i would go for that second tier of pen instead of the first tier of pen if you're trying to avoid having to buy multiple pens save up for the bigger pen the first shot and look at that that second level of pens if that makes sense mm-hmm it's really it's tricky. It is tricky. I mean, one of the reasons that that people that like this stuff end up buying so much is is in pursuit of the perfect pen. Right. 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 And right. yeah. So, unfortunately, if you want to go down that route, and it's a route that you can go down, um, you're probably going to spend more than you expected. Mm-hmm. Whether it is that you buy two pens rather than one or twenty, you know, depending right. on your appetite. Um, but it's, it's, if you're at this stage, then the next stage is calling you and the next stage is say goodbye to your disposable income (laughs) and cuss us Mm -hmm. repeatedly. All right. By the way, I just want to point out that I'm doing something that I've never done before, which Mm. is explicitly putting money aside for a pen, Mm. like the Nakaya fund is yeah. building and it is going into a specific savings account i've never done that before nice that's good so that's that's something you can do you know i'm taking a little bit of money maybe every couple of weeks or every month just put, put a little bit more a little bit more um uh, also it helps me put it off because <laughs> i'm so scared uh, but it's it's it is gonna happen this year um, and now, because I'm doing this little saving thing, I'm breaking it away from the desire to buy it for myself when I do something important. Mm, cool. So now it's okay. just like I'm saving for it. Cool. I like that. I like that idea a lot. All right. Let's get to this last one because it's a pretty amazing email with something that I should be able to answer, but it's a really, really tough, tough answer. But this is a long email to get to a very simple question, but it's worth it. So this is from Nathan. I work at a job that requires me to use black or blue ink. However, there are some exceptions for certain positions outlined below. For some context, my job is a department head 
chief engineer on USS McFall, a guided missile destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> so Nathan's kind awesome. of a big deal. <laughs> Nathan is kind of a big deal. I actually, I said, I want to read this email is amazing. I want to read it on the show. Am I allowed to say these things? <laughs> so I got his clearance <laughs> to read this email. Um, so, all right, so let me continue. Each department head usually has a specific ink color for less official or internal to the ship documentation. For instance, these are s- some common colors. So the captain writes in blue, executive officer in green, combat systems officer black, weapons officer wow. black, operations officer orange or purple, supply purple or orange, chief engineer red. My question is, what are some good black inks for my fountain pens that have a hint of blue, but isn't noticeable unless you're looking for it? He says for red, for his chief engineer red pen, he uses Schaefer Script Red, which I have never used, but I've heard that's one of the best reds going. So he uses that in a Twisby Diamond 580 with a stock fine nib. He says that works really well for him, but if there's better ink or pen to suggest i'd be happy to try that too i wouldn't change that schaefer script in your twisby seeing that sloshing around that's pretty cool and that's a really good red ink like for straight up red that's got some vibrancy to it that one gets uh, very very high marks so he's so ink, just so i can clear it up he 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 has to write with red usually but there are some time that that because that's his position color yes. but he also yeah. needs to also use blue or black as well for, he for needs other the, things. He needs the black for official documentation, but wants some blue to come out in the ink so he right. can enjoy, you know, being the pen addict that he is, yep. knowing that he's got something cool to write with in his pen, not just basic black, yep. but it can't really show off the blue for too sure. much because then he'd get dinged. Yeah, but but also, like, his, his internal memos, though, he writes in red because he's a boiler like that. Right. <laughs> so, this was really hard being the blue black ink guy that i am because they all favor blue a lot yeah right so you see a lot of blue the one i came up with which is probably a bad choice that's the blackest is diamine registrars iron gall inks they're going to go down blue they're going to oxidize to black that diamine registrars gets really black and with just leaves a hint of blue it's a high maintenance ink you got to take care of your pen um, it could possibly stain. It's it's one of the stronger iron galls. But I I was thinking iron gall inks. Um, for this, the other ones I came up with were some of the midnight blues. Like you have to look in the blue to find this, right? There's you can't look at black inks to come up with this. So I was using like the Anderson Pens ink comparison tool. Some of the midnights are close. They they tend to the darkest navy blue, like Diamine Midnight, uh, Diatramentus Midnight. The darkest, to me, is the Cult Pins Diamine Deep Dark Blue. That's almost black. And then Sailor's Bung Box Silent Night. Again, these are not easy inks to get. <laughs> but Silent Night and Deep Dark Blue are the darkest of the dark blues that I've tried. Miss Soup in the chat room is 54th Mass, Noodler's 54th Mass, which is a great blue-black ink. Um, it might be too bright, as dark as it is, and as awesome as that ink is. It's maybe one of the most popular Noodler inks. They do one called Air Corp Blue-Black that is really more green-tinted. Um, it's really hard to get a mostly black ink 
with just a hint of blue. That's why I've been thinking about the iron galls. Um, but you got to commit. If you're doing something like diamond registrars, you got to use that pen. You got to clean it out every couple of weeks and just kind of keep it fresh, um, keep it in use. And you will enjoy the blue going down, but it will dry black. And plus, being in the military, it that's a permanent ink, right? So it adds to that permanence if, if that's also quality you're looking for. So super interesting question. I'd love to hear if anyone else has any suggestions. Um, it's just hard to get out of the midnight blue range darker without just being a black ink. So could you tell me the name of the cult pens and the bung box ink again? Yeah. So cult pens is diamine deep, dark blue, right? Uh, bung box is silent night. Diamine also did the 1854 blue black. It was a limited edition. If that's still available, that's the blackest blue black. Um, that I've used. I mean, it's pretty. I don't use it because it's pretty much black. It's just it may not be be available if it is. All right, I'll put some of these in the show notes for people to go and find. The again, like some of them, some of them is no product pages. <laughs> it's just reviews yeah. because they yeah. don't have product pages anymore. So, yeah. Uh, good luck, Nathan, and thank you for the greatest Ask DPA. <laughs> uh, this is so awesome and it does actually remind me of a very short story I have so I used to work for John Lewis um, mm-hmm. which is a department store in the UK uh, mm-hmm. and I was told once that we had a, the chairman at the time his name was Stephen Green I think his name was Stephen Green um, mm-hmm. or I'm getting that confused with somebody else but let's just say that was his name but John Lewis uh, their colors are green and Waitrose mm-hmm. which is the supermarket that they own that all their colors are green and he's the only person in the company allowed to write with green ink yeah, nice. It's pretty great. I actually, I think uh, I think Stephen Green was actually some, somebody else, but uh, let's just assume that that was his name. Um, but that whoever the chairman was of John Lewis at the time was not Stephen Green. That was not his name. Uh, they were the only person allowed to write in green ink. <laughs> That's which, cool. uh, if I, you know, maybe do you know what I was going to say? Maybe if if I owned a company, I would do that. Well, I do. So, what color should I pick? As uh, I guess I'm going to say, I'm I mean, the only person be... in Relay FM allowed to 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 write with pink ink. Yeah, I was going to say pink. It's got to be pink, right? I'm going pink, not yeah. orange. I'm going pink. I'm going for uh, California and Grenoble because it also ties back to my roots of writing all of my English coursework in pink, which I've told this yep. story on the show before, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm the only person in Relay FM allowed to write with pink ink. All right. So it is written. So it is done in pink ink. In pink. Thanks so much to our sponsors this week for supporting the show, Blue Apron, Squarespace, and Casper. But most of all, thank you for listening. Um, please keep your eye out for the Kickstarter campaign. You can find uh, us tweeting about it. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Brad is Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. We're both on Instagram. I'm iMike on Instagram. Brad is PenAddict on Instagram. You can also find Brad's work at penaddict.com and knock.co. Uh, we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.